Let's talk pot plants now. Liz Carlson's back with us. She's a travel blogger and she's passionate about greenery indoors. She's written a book called House Plants and Design, a New Zealand guide, which is great. She's just back from a stint in the Arctic, which is probably worthy of an interview itself. But today she's in to talk house plants. Hi, Liz. Hi, how are you? Good. Nice to talk to you. Um, so we're going to talk a bit about coming into summer, but I've got lots of questions coming in. So um, I'm going to sh- sort of share my time with uh, listener questions. And Sharon would like to know, what is the best time to repot house plants? She's got a monstera, but wonders in general if there is a sort of a principle to follow. Totally. So like every time you repot your plants, you're essentially shocking them. So I tend to wait till it's like getting pretty warm, spring going into summer, like waiting for you know, days that are not dropping below sort of 12 degrees at night to be able to do that. So you don't shock the plants too much. So I would be, I would start repotting in the next couple of weeks, depending on where you are. Thank you. Uh, Linda in Wellington wants to know how to treat a parlor palm that has suddenly got sticky leaves. Should she cut the sticky leaves off? Ooh, it depends. If it's not a lot of leaves, then sometimes it's just easier to cut them all off. Um, I get that sometimes, but if it might be a pest, you want to probably get some like hydrogen peroxide or some soapy water and just sort of gently clean off all those leaves and just make sure it's not actually a pest and then you might need to use some stronger chemicals to get rid of it. Thank you. Speaking of pests, how do I get rid of tiny flying black bugs that come from the soil in pot plants, asks one listener. Oh, man, those are fungal gnats. They're they're not actually bad at all. They're just really annoying. So what they tend to thrive when you've overwatered plants and the soil is really soggy. So the easiest way to get rid of them is just let your plant soil, like, dry out completely. And, you know, don't worry. Your plants will be fine. They go through that process in the wild. So just sort of wait for, like, the leaves to droop a little bit, and then you can start watering again. And that will kill all the eggs and everything. Thank you. What are the best conditions for peace lilies, says this person who admits they sometimes use a dehumidifier nearby? Um, well, peace lilies are indestructible. Like they're so hard to kill. I mean, anything that's bright and direct light and warm is will get all those plants to thrive. But I tend to put peace lilies in the darker parts of my house if I want to pop a greenery there because they can just tolerate really low light. But I had one I found like it got stuck somewhere um, and I completely forgot about it and didn't water it for three months over winter and it just I chopped it all off and it came back and it's beautiful now. Thank you. Hey, summer on the way and higher temperatures. What advice do you have around houseplants? Should we treat them any differently as the uh, temperature heats up? Yeah, definitely. Like warmer temperatures and if your place is particularly warm, you're going to need to water more because because uh, the soil will dry up faster. Most of our indoor plants have this lush green tropical foliage, which means they don't really like that bright midday sun. It'll burn the leaves. So like depending on how your house is set up, you might need to like move them further back from windows, you know, so they don't get burnt in the middle of the day. Um, but generally, you just have to compensate with more watering. And it's also a really good time to invest in some house fertilizer to replenish those nutrients in the soil as they sort of soak it up more and more. That's worth doing, is it? Uh, Fertiliser for houseplants? Yeah, definitely. Just make sure you get houseplant-specific ones because other ones can burn them. Okay, thank you. Um, what about as the holidays approach? What is your approach if you need to go away, as I'm sure as a travel blog you often have to do? Yeah, I'm always away. So I generally like scroll through my phone and I'm like, which is the friend I haven't bothered with most recently? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm over and leave instructions. But honestly, like you can leave plants up for a month probably. Um, you know, pull your curtains, make your place nice and dark and not so hot. And your plants will be fine if up to a month without watering them. Otherwise, I'll just sort of t- um, ask friends. And then if I have some really rare or precious ones, I might drop them at my friends' places to make sure they just get that extra care. 
Okay, and um, are you into any of those sort of gimmicks, the auto-watering or the putting the plants into the full bath or any of that sort of stuff? No, I don't I don't buy into any of that. I think, um, I think it's too much work and kind of a pain. You don't want to have them soaking in baths anyway because that's like such an easy way to accidentally rot the roots. Like I wouldn't do that. Sometimes I would move all the plants into the bathtub when I have a friend coming over to water that I don't trust. So that I know they can run off um, <laughs> and not like become too soggy um, and cold and everything. But yeah, I think the easiest test is to look at the leaves and if they start to droop or show any signs that they they need some water, that's when I would water because otherwise it's just so easy to accidentally overwater and kill them. And I speak from experience because I've killed dozens that way. Thank you. Liz Carlson, is your book still available, Liz? Yes, it is. House Plants and Design in New Zealand Guide. Great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Thank you.